0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. Why relentless pressure could well be spent ahead of the WASDE Report Friday. Since the macroeconomic environment and renewed pandemic worries have taken a grip on market sentiment in general... It is worth noting that last Friday, the very day that disappointing job growth data came out, St. Louis Fed President James Bullard told Bloomberg News that the Fed would actually start tapering off monthly stimulus injections of $120 billion now and aim to be finished by early in 2022. The reality in those sad jobs numbers is that there are an estimated 10 million jobs available right now and less than 7 million unemployed. Now that the extra $300 a week in federal unemployment benefits have ceased, there's a chance those in the service sector who made more sitting at home might now start taking those available jobs. Just for a perspective on how vast the money-printing bridge has been, it's now estimated that 40% of all the dollars in circulation have been added in just the past 12 months. Bullard said that inflation still seems under control, but if that heats up, the Fed will have more flexibility to put it in check by beginning to raise interest rates if they've at least stopped adding $120 billion to the money supply each month like clockwork. Power has been mostly restored in New Orleans and while container ship operations are back in service, DTN reports that only Louis-Dreyfus in Baton Rouge was actually resumed loading bulk grain as of Wednesday and a dozen others have yet to resume loadings. Further, even when power is restored, others can only then complete needed repairs. Well, we can't be sure that there is a little more downside left for corn if funds resume selling. The action hints that the worst is over. Yes, the September crop report and WASDE still loom on Friday, but they're already expected to be bearish, and we see highly unlikely the numbers will be even more bearish than expected. Further after this heart of a break, there are surely shorts with profits who may well want to ring the cash register, and not risk the possibility that the numbers won't be as bearish as expected. For that reason, feed buyers should reward this unexpected break by covering remaining core needs to the end of the year in December futures. Ex Secretary Tom Vilsack told reporters that he agrees that while exports have temporarily stalled due to the Gulf shutdown, they will only be delayed and over time he doesn't expect the country to actually lose sales. In a rare bit of positive news amidst all the gloom, The U.S. Ag Attaché raised estimated Chinese imports from all sources in 2021 and 22 to a record 101 million tons, up 3 million from last year. However, Brazil is aiming for a bigger share of that business. Wheat markets took a hit when Stats Canada raised its stocks estimates from last year by 900,000 tons, more than the trade was expecting, and nearly 2 million tons higher than the USDA's last estimate. Illinois farmland is setting records too. Just last week it was reported on the Grundy County, Iowa farm that sold for a record $22,600 per acre. The Illinois Society of Professional Farm Managers and Rural Appraisers conducted their own survey and found that during the first half of the year farmland prices in the state of Illinois rose by 20%. They say that's happened in only four out of the last 51 years. The Purdue University CME Group Ag Economic Barometer is a nationwide measure of the health of the U.S. ag economy. On the first Tuesday of each month, the Ag Economy Barometer provides a sense of the agricultural economy's health with an index value. The index is based on a survey of 400 agricultural producers on the economic sentiment each month. Quarterly, the index is accompanied by an in-depth survey of 100 ag and agribusiness thought leaders. They ask a host of questions on the survey. The improvement of the current condition index was tied to producers' more positive views of their farm's financial situation. Although corn and soybean prices had declined in recent weeks, they're still well above year-ago levels, as were wheat prices. As such, those surveyed would say they expect profitability this year to be better than a year earlier. Uncertainty about final yields for fall harvested crops continues, but yield prospects stabilized and improved for many producers in August as some precipitation fell in abnormally dry and drought-sticking areas. Livestock price strength also provided a boost to some farm income prospects as fed cattle and slaughter hog prices continued to trade well above levels observed 12 months earlier. Optimism about farmland values among producers continues. Both the short-term and long-term farmland values expectations rose by four points in the August index. you've been listening to the Comstock Report, for more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.